Hey, welcome to FQ, where we talk about faith, family, and friends. I'm Jacob. And I'm George. And welcome to this week's podcast. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. It is November 18th, uh, 2021, almost said 2020. Uh, <laughs> this week we have Patrick Weed on. Um, he's also known as Drummer Weed, I think on Instagram and TikTok, right? Or is that incorrect? Definitely on TikTok. I mean, I, I think I'm just Patrick on Instagram. Oh, yeah, it's just Patrick. <laughs> yeah. So Sorry, uh, yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself, Patrick, and then we'll jump into some yeah, questions. Man. For sure. So, yeah, so my name is Patrick Reed. Let's see. So I am a husband, a dad of three girls. Uh, my oldest is 12, so I have a middle schooler, which is a whole lot of fun, a whole lot of stories. I got to be careful. I can't embarrass her, so that's, I got to be careful about that one. Um, <laughs> but, I, yeah. And then I, uh, the funny one lately that I've been saying is I'm a proud 40-year-old white man who likes to watch TikTok. So that's always a good one. Yeah. And uh, I think the big one, too, that a big thing about me is I'm a missionary kid. So I grew up with missionary parents living overseas. I've lived in, let's see, three different countries for more than more than, you know, four to six years. Um, grew up all over the world, have a pretty passion, big passion for getting people outside of their comfort zones and, you know, knowing what missions is and other cultures. And, yeah, I can talk about that one for hours. So, but yeah, that's. That's pretty much me. Yeah. In a nutshell. Nice. So let's, let's jump into your story. So where did you grow up? Because obviously you're a missions kid, so (laughs) it might not be America. It it was definitely not America. So I think I was, and so anybody who's listening, whoever goes and like double checks on this, I am horrible with details. So when it comes to the timeline of things, I'm probably going to get something wrong. So if you (laughs) check up on me, just, I, I put that out there. Disclaimer. But I can tell you this. So when I was about a year old, we moved to Alexandria, Egypt. Um, my parents went there, went there undercover as English teachers, um, trying to my dad had a heart for Muslims. And so we went there to, to reach people for Jesus and lived there for a while. Again, I forget how many years. Um, my sister was born there. Then uh, and I'll kind of jump In through Egypt, the countries huh? real quick. And, yeah, yeah, Egypt. Egypt was crazy. I don't have a ton of memories. Um, I remember a little bit. That, so this one is actually quite interesting. This is my claim to fame. All right, you ready? This <laughs> yeah. is my, my 15 minutes of fame. When we were in Egypt, um, like I mentioned, we were undercover. So there was a cult that got started. And somehow, and so the government doesn't you know discriminate. It doesn't matter whether you're Christian or a cult or whatever. If you're not Muslim, they're going to come get you and kick you, kick you out of the country. Um. So somehow the name of our team, the names of everybody on our team got on the same list as this cult that the government had discovered. So all of a sudden one night we get a bang on the door and there's a bunch of cops and they drag us all to prison. (laughs) So my whole family, we got, yeah. So we got thrown in jail in Egypt for preaching the gospel. Um, What I know as far as the story goes is my grandmother um, was trying to get in touch with us at the time and couldn't. And so she called the American embassy. And next thing you know, the embassy is working out a deal to get us out of the country. Um, but basically, I'm banned for life from from Egypt. I can never <laughs> go back. According to, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if the paperwork is still there. It's been, you know, whatever, 20, 30 years. But who knows? 
but yeah, so Egypt, that was our my claim to fame. I'm I'm officially banned from a country. That's pretty <laughs> epic. <laughs> as like, it's not like, your average story. Probably as a single digit kid, you got you got banned from a country. Right. Yep. 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 That's my claim to fame. I like that one. And I mean, it's a, there's all sorts of stuff that happened in there. It was in the news. Um, my my dad got separated from us. They put all the women and children under house arrest in a hotel. It was crazy, man. Like I remember bits and pieces of it, but it's it's definitely a huge part of my family's story and and kind of a good I don't know a good intro to just the craziness of of me and my life and different things that have happened over the years. Um, so I'll skip forward, and I mean, feel free to stop me wherever you want to ask questions. But you, you can you can be long. Stuff. It doesn't matter. You can be detailed, like, it okay. really. We, we, I have time cool. if you have time. So <laughs> I got time, brother. I got time. So let's see. So I'm skipping forward because there's pieces in the future that are a little bit more pre- prevalent to who I am. Okay. But, uh, so after that, we moved to, uh, Ivory Coast, Africa. So I always say we moved to Africa, but just in case those of you out there who don't know your geography, Egypt is technically in Africa as well. I just always forget that. So. We moved to Ivory Coast, which is more along the coastline. Um, that one, a little less uh, crazy, but a lot of good stuff happened there. My parents are ch- were church planters, so they and started a church there that still exists just, to this day. Just because you mentioned Ivory Coast, do you, do you like yeah. Drogba? Do I like what? Drogba. He's a soccer player there for Ivory Coast. Oh, He's I, like so their best like player soccer. ever. <laughs> nice i don't keep up with it enough i enjoy watching soccer but i don't keep up with it enough so i don't know that one he's he's a good player like i i guarantee if you watch any soccer there he was the highlight of that country oh I, yeah i don't <laughs> doubt yeah oh yeah and that was a big thing like that's playing soccer in the streets climbing banana trees and like yeah or not climbing climbing coconut trees we had banana trees but yeah i just that was that was my uh, elementary slash early middle school years. Nice was in in Ivory Coast. Yeah, Sorry, I, I got a lot of memories. Oh no no no! <laughs> I love it. I love it. I like adding to it. But yeah, so that was that was the next country we lived in. We lived there for four years, and then the big one that's kind of the biggest part of my story is so in between these we came back to the states. My parents were with a missions agency, so they got sent different places, and. Uh, the next country that we moved to was Kazakhstan. And everybody always has different thoughts. You can throw out whatever jokes you want. I won't hold it against you, but none of the movie stuff is true. (laughs) (laughs) Cause that, cause that, they ruined it. That that whole movie. I'm not even, no, I'm not, I don't even say the name. (laughs) I mean, it put Kazakhstan on the map, but none of it was real. So it's like, it was funny because I remember, uh, I'll jump ahead there, but I, I went back to visit one time after the movie came out yeah. and I was talking to one of our taxi drivers and they actually really liked the fact that the movie came out because it put them on the map. Everybody, like, it brought tourism, like, to all-time high. I didn't even know it. that was a real place before, to be honest. <laughs> it is. It is a real place. It is. So I always tell everybody, if you're looking for Kazakhstan, find where China and India meet. And just go north, and you'll hit Kazakhstan. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was uh, I was 11 years old when I moved there. 
with my three younger siblings and like that that was home for a very long time yeah. um i live in oregon now uh it's been we, over 10 years that we've lived here now and so oregon's become the longest place i've ever lived so it's home now but before that kazakhstan was home i lived there for about 10 years of my life and that's so this is this is the fun part of the story because that's really where my life changed okay so yeah so i had i had really good parents um good christian parents grew up hearing all about jesus bible stories church all the good stuff um when i was probably like i want to say four or five my mom told me about jesus in our kitchen and i prayed the prayer and all that good stuff so that's all fine and dandy but when we moved to Kazakhstan, the other big crazy story that happened with my family is so I don't know. I don't know where you stand, man. So this might be. And I was talking to another mutual friend of ours the other day about this. And some of this stuff, some people are like, "Oh yeah, I know charismatic Christians," and others are like, "What are you talking about?" So I'll do my best. But feel free to jump in if you've got questions or if you want to clarify things. Just, just go ahead. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> so I've been around the so block. If, we, that, if that helps. You. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's good. So, so my dad comes from. A, a Presbyterian church is his background, but when he was in, in uh, seminary, he met some guys who started up the Vineyard Church and kind of got exposed to the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit likes to do. So that's yeah. where the charismatic part comes in. So the cool part of that, though, in Kazakhstan is my dad never really preached about that kind of stuff. Like he believed it. He practiced things privately, but never really <laughs> preached and talked about it. So I grew up not knowing anything about it. Like, I just, you know, I never really knew what speaking in tongues was or prophecy or words of knowledge or any of that kind of stuff. Like, I was just like, church is church. But one day, we were having a uh, prayer time in our office. At this point, we had started a church in Kazakhstan, had a church staff and doing different things to grow. And we were having a prayer time. And I was there. My dad, the cool thing about my parents is they always let us participate wherever we wanted to. And so for me, I, I loved doing church stuff and I, I'd participate a lot as a kid. And I was about, I want to say maybe 14 or 15 and we were sitting there praying and, it, you know, everybody's praying quietly to themselves, which is not the most charismatic thing, but still that's what we did. And with no knowledge and no exposure to anything of the sort, I just started praying tongues just out of the blue. <laughs> And, and for me, it wasn't even about that. It wasn't like, oh, this big ordeal or, or anything. For me, that was the moment when my parents' religion that I had grown up, grew up around and, and believed in, but that's when it became mine. And that's really when, beyond, beyond any of the Holy Spirit stuff, which I do believe in, that's the moment when my relationship with God became my relationship with God. Nice. So, Yeah. So that's kind of, and from that moment on, like, we saw some crazy stuff happen in Kazakhstan. I, I saw some crazy stuff. I've seen uh, super little old ladies who were stuck in wheelchairs who, after praying for them, would stand up and dance around. Um, we had all sorts of crazy stuff happen. And, and all with a grain of salt, like, I'm not going to try to convince anyone, but I've seen uh, gold teeth turn to normal teeth. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen... Uh, people healed. I've had people pray for me and pray for things that I'd never told anybody about my private life. 
and so all sorts of stuff like that. But for me, all of that more so led to a God is real, and whether you like it or not, He's going to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, what's cool about that story is you're 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 amongst a friend here. Uh, so just so you know, I don't think you're crazy. Um, because okay, I've seen some I've seen some stuff like that too, like where I've seen people's teeth go straight. Like that was something nice. they're desired and like I can't remember. One of the students in our youth group was all I'll just pray for you for it and like I just feel real light to and they did. All of a sudden this girl's teeth were I, and I mean, they were jacked. Like I was like, oh gosh, like, <laughs> homegirl needs like teeth pulled and then put back in her face, right? Um, and yeah. like she, her teeth all just straightened, and even her mom goes, "What happened to your teeth?" And her mom was an atheist, and she goes, "Mom, the craziest oh, thing wow. is they prayed." And her mom was like, "I need to know this Jesus." Like in that moment, and I'm like, <laughs> and that's where I'm like. When people are like, oh, healing's not a thing or anything, I'm like, then you haven't been around. <laughs> like, uh, there, There's somebody on TikTok who is a big, kind of a big wig, and he's got, it's almost, and I hate to say it, but like, it's almost like cultish people follow him. He's not unbiblical yeah. in what he talks about, mostly. I, I, I just think he obsesses over the end time stuff instead of really what's important is telling people the gospel and really telling people about Jesus. I'm not saying that's not important. I'm just saying it's not the most important thing to be arguing with people about, or like people argue about like Calvinism or Arminian, however you say that word. Arminianism. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, I'm neither of those either. I might fall under one of those categories (laughs) somehow, but I'm like, whatever. But I'm like, they're not, they're not saying like, the, there's a like close hand rules like or close hand things that Christians need to keep close like hey how do you get to heaven through Jesus that's the only way like things like that that right. need to be close hand and then there's open hand things that I'm like like healing like praying for people if you don't do that you're just missing out I feel like <laughs> like you're not you're not living <laughs> to your full potential there or, or getting to see what there right. is or if people are like well missions yeah. are terrible you're like well evangelism is the same thing as missions so that makes no sense yeah. uh, <laughs> and so like i've seen a lot of that but there's a guy who's like oh healing's not a thing and i wrote him as all it's not a thing because you haven't seen it that doesn't mean it's not mm-hmm. a thing <laughs> and, yeah. and he was like yeah well i've just never seen it i go yeah but you're a christian you've never seen god either so wh- where yeah. are you going with that <laughs> And so, yeah. Yeah. yeah and see, for me, like the big thing about it too, cause I've, cause coming back to the States and like, I like you, I've seen a lot of the gamut of, you know, the, the super charismatics and the super non charismatics. And I'm kind of like, you know what? It's fine. I don't feel the need to argue about anything. But for me in Kazakhstan, the big thing beyond even my own personal experience, I mean, we had people who were, like you said, they, they didn't believe in God. They were Muslim and they were waking up in the middle of the night. And like just praying in tongues, yeah. And didn't know, thought they were going crazy. And what it did beyond whether whatever happened to them, like argue all you want. Like to me, what I saw is that moment that person said, "Okay, God's trying to do something." You know, at that at that moment for them, it was Allah. Allah is trying to do something. And the only person, the only spiritual person that they knew, air quotes, was 
was my dad. And so they're like, I need to go talk to, go talk to, you know, John. And what it did is it brought them to a place where let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about God. Yeah. They talked about speaking tongues as well, but more so this person became a believer. And then that person who was a good friend of mine for a long time brought like hundreds of Muslims to the Lord. Wow. Like beyond whatever happened in that moment and whatever theological thing you want to debate to me, like, I believe God works through everything, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. And so if he wants to get people saved, he's going to get people saved. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's kind of the whole thing for me is just all of the charismatic stuff is just, I believe in a God that does what he wants, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so you got saved. What was... What was the good parts about being a missions kid? What was the bad parts? What would you, are sure. you wanting to go into missions? That kind of thing. Oh, 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 that's good. Those are good questions. All right. So let's start with the, let's start with the good. That's a good place to start. So I think being a missionary kid and especially being able to live in multiple countries, I think that the coolest thing that my parents did is they, the ministry wasn't like a separate thing it wasn't dad's job and we just stayed home with mom yeah. like it was the family thing and and most people who were my friends were people who had come to church and and you know gotten to know my dad and became my friends and so i think what i saw was my world view got really broadened really quickly i mean not quickly i guess over the years but as a kid um i understood that there were people in the world who you know, we, I had a friend who would walk, uh, I'm trying to think of how far it was. Let's just put it this way. He would walk for an hour and a half to get to church on Sunday mornings. He didn't have enough money to like take the bus or anything. And he cared enough about coming to church that he would walk an hour and a half to go to church. So yeah. for me growing up with stuff like that, like I recognize that there are people who, who believed in this stuff enough to really do something about it. And then I had good friends, you know, in the States too, who, you know, I, I still believe they're believers. They believe in Jesus, but their life was easy. And I don't think either one's a right or wrong. It didn't change me that way. But I think it made me see, it made me appreciate the fact that we have a lot in America and we're blessed for it. And I'm super proud to be an American. But I also know that that means I have the opportunity to bless and care for other people around the world. And so I think that's what being a missionary kid did for me. It helped me be a little more appreciative of what the things that I had. Um, let's see. So <laughs> the hard part about being a missionary kid, and and this one, we'll go we'll go deep real quick here. You ready? You ready yeah. to come real close, friend? Yeah. <laughs> I I think the hard part about that, and you can't control these things for your kids. I've got three kids, and I I pray every day that God will take care of them because I know I can't I can't protect them as much as I want to. I think the bad side for me about being a missionary kid is because the ministry was everything we did. Ministry was life. Like that was everything. Yeah. Um, that's all I've ever known. And for a long time, I think I really sought to find my identity in that and not in a bad way. Like you can't tell someone who, a kid, you know, the high schooler who goes forward for the calling of, you know, do you feel like God's calling you in a ministry? You're not going to tell them, oh, no, 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 that's a bad thing, right? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think you mentioned before you, you've done, you've either done or you do youth ministry, right? Yeah, I've done true? youth ministry, yep. Okay, yeah. 
so I've been to the camps and, you know, and all the stuff and I've gone forward and it was a genuine thing for me and still is. I love doing ministry. Um, I participate in our church quite a bit, but I, and, I, and I'm in my forties now. So, but I recently had a conversation with my brother-in-law and he's, a, he's a great guy, great man of God. Um, he's a professor at Phoenix um, Seminary, does a whole bunch of really great stuff. And we were sitting one night real recently, I think just last year, if not this year. And I was just sharing with him because we did for, for a good few years. My wife and I tried to raise funds. Um, we wanted to go be missionaries. We wanted to go back to Kazakhstan. Um, I really care about youth and I really want to see young people come to the Lord. And we, we've tried and we've tried all different things. I've, I've applied to be youth pastor, to be assistant pastor with a lot of support from a lot of people. And, um, my brother-in-law and I were sitting and he looked at me and he goes, Patrick, I've watched you try really hard to get into ministry a full time, like as your job. And I do believe that God's put some callings on your life, but I've also watched those doors never get open. But you work in the IT career for the past now, I want to say six, almost seven years. And I have survived multiple layoffs of like my, like my whole team got laid off except for me and one guy. <laughs> and like our company got shut, shut down and my old boss from my previous IT job immediately calls me the day after we got shut down. I was like, Hey, I heard you got shut down. You need a job. Like I have had so many things happen that are obviously God, but it was this moment with my brother-in-law where he goes, we need people in the workplace who believe in Jesus. We need people not only to be out there and in the corporate environment, telling people about Jesus, but to be blunt, we need people who will financially support those who are in full-time ministry. Yeah. And when he said that to me, like my brain just melted because that in conjunction with the past couple of years of really processing this identity piece of my life, I was like, okay, I can still volunteer and that's all good and dandy, but pursuing ministry as a career, I'm just going to, you know, if God opens that door, great. I, I will run through it. <laughs> but yeah. until he does, He's definitely opened the door for me in the corporate cybersecurity IT world. And so I think that's been, and that kind of adds to your other question too, but I think that's been, it's taken me a long time to really work out that your identity in Christ does not include your ministry as a career. That's just an added bonus. Your identity in Christ is so much more than what you do. It's the fact that you exist, and that's it. That's true. So, yeah, man. There we go. Real deep, <laughs> real quick. You like that? <laughs> no, that's good. That's what I do. So, where? So, you guys wanted to go to Kazakhstan. Have you guys felt like? So, I know you just mentioned like, hey, I'm here right now. Do you feel like you are going to go on a missions trip, but is it just going to be like a short one? Or are you trying to be like, are your parents still in Kazakhstan or where are they? Yep. Sorry, so my dad is two still in Kazakhstan. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So my dad is still in Kazakhstan. He's still doing ministry there. Um, we have had the chance. So, so the thing that God has opened up the door for me for as far as missions goes really is um, so I get to participate in my church's missions council. And with that, I've had the opportunity 
to really advocate for mission trips. And so I've gotten to um, do some pretty crazy trips, um, one to a country. I'm not allowed to say which one. Um, we'll just say, yeah, I don't. I want to be careful about that one. But one <laughs> to a country I'm not allowed to say. Um, <laughs> one back to. I got to take a mission team from my current home church back to Kazakhstan, which that was incredible. Um, so I've gotten to do two trips now with our church, and that has been like, if I never get to do ministry full time, and I get to take people on mission trips, just you know, as a volunteer, that's great. Yeah. Let's do that all day long. Let's go. Like <laughs> I get to take you on, on planes for the first time. I get to help you try new foods that you've never eaten, weird foods that you never thought you would eat. I get to help you interact with people who don't speak your language and talk to you about being culturally, you know, sensitive and how to talk with your hands and, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Let's go all day long, all day long. <laughs> Have you, um, do you know, I don't know what they speak in Kazakhstan, but do they speak a different language there? They do. So they speak Russian. Um, oh, Kazakh Russian. is their, like, yeah. I so would have thought something else. Language, but <laughs> no, it's all good. Yeah, it's, it's always fun because it's like everybody's like, they speak Kazakh. And I'm like, they do speak Kazakh. But Russians, so they are a, uh, a country that broke off from the former Soviet Union. So they have a lot of Russian influence. So, so yeah, so I speak Russian fluently. That's awesome. Sorry, a train's driving yeah. by. That's why I got oh, See, you good. can hear it. <laughs> like, nice. Yeah, we have, like, a train track, like, right out this window. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's funny is people are like, how do you sleep like that? I'm all like an angel. Like, it doesn't bother oh, yeah. me at all. <laughs> yeah. No, if it's too quiet, then I can't fall asleep. I'm right there with you. I, I always have a fan going, like, year-round, but I'm like, that was probably one of the things where I'm like, people will be like, whoa, that train's loud. When Like, I'll get phone calls and stuff, and I'm like, oh, sorry, the train's going by. And they're like, that's loud. Doesn't that bother you? I'm like, not one bit. I don't know why. Like, we've been here, like, a year now where we live in our current house. And, uh... I think it's because when I grew up in New Mexico, that's where I'm originally from, uh, we lived in okay. the valley. And not that the train tracks were close, but you can hear trains at night, like, blowing their horns. And so, like, now yeah. I live real close. Like, literally, the reason why it's buzzing is because there's, like, a road right that way. And there's just a house and a yard right here. And then there's a main road. And so, that's why they blow their horns so that they're letting people know, like... If those don't go down, sure. hey, here we come. <laughs> and so, yeah. I don't That's know. It's amazing yeah. what you can get used to. Yeah, so if you ever feel like you can't adapt to things, I guess this kind of goes with missions. <laughs> uh, you totally can, <laughs> like with cultures and, oh, yeah. oh, and food and stuff. Because I've eaten and, some and weird stuff. And where you can sleep, yeah. too. Yeah, that's true, oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Do you, oh, yeah. So, you, do you, you, you know Russian, you said? Yep. Yep. Are I you think. pretty so fluent? It's, I'm still pretty fluent. I try to practice it whenever I can. If I run into people who I can kind of pick up, they have an accent, I'll start talking to them in Russian. I used to know Arabic and French pretty fluent, but they say whatever language or languages that you know right around the 11 year age are usually the ones that'll stick with you, even if you don't, you know, practice them or live in, in a place that speak them fluently. So, English and Russian are pretty much my two fluent languages. 
Darn it, I only speak English. So <laughs> I blame my parents. I know some Japanese, but that's about it. Not enough to to say I'm even partially. I could like say good morning, good afternoon, how's your day? Where's the bathroom? That kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> that's about hey. it. Yep. It's better than nothing, man. It's better yeah. than nothing. But yeah, so uh what so you and your wife work on the missions team, you work at IT. Uh, what, what, I guess, and you also do a podcast also, what's your podcast about? Because I listened to the last, the last two before, I think Carolyn's came out today or is it okay. coming out this week? I, I don't know. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow okay. morning. Hers so, come out tomorrow, yeah. So yeah, we, I listened to the last two. Uh, one of them was your, your friend, I think. I can't remember if I'm mixing them up. One was like your good. your good friend or something. And so I was like, yeah, and you're got, asking him about his testimony and stuff. And I'm like, yep. so what was season one about? What is season two about? And what is your <laughs> podcast name? Sure. So my podcast is called Ministry IRL, Ministry in Real Life. Um, my wife, who I, I always it. give kudos to. Right. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So that's it. Yeah, because I so – I wanted to just do something fun. It wasn't for any other reason other than just have some fun. I like doing projects. So I was talking to her about it. She's like, you should just mix the fact that you love ministry and you're techie. And so we talked it through. And she's always she always comes up with great names. Uh, I'll give you a quick side story. We were changing the Wi-Fi in our house. And um, the previous name of our Wi-Fi was kind of boring. And I was like, we should come up with something you know unique. Everybody's coming up with all the unique names. And all of them were kind of just, you know, everybody's done them. And she looked at me, and you'll appreciate this now, especially knowing that I speak Russian. She looked at me, and she goes, you know what we should name it. I'm like, what, what? Tell me. She's so good at this. She goes, we should name it Russian Mafia. And I was like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> because then when you, when you come to my house and you ask me for the Wi-Fi, I get to tell you, now you get to join the Russian Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So anyway, that's Side story of my wife making good names. So she came up with a name for my podcast. And honestly, back then, so it's interesting because it ties into the other things you were asking me about. So early on, I was just like, well, I love ministry. I love talking about ministry. I like um, kind of pulling back the curtain on some of the mysteries of ministry. Um, Like I love talking about like tithing because, you know, people preach about tithing everything. But then it's like, wait, where does that money actually go? Oh it pays for your youth pastor to be able to buy his groceries and you know, your, your pastor's, you know, health insurance and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I like talking about that. So we started there and I did about, I don't know, the first season was about 30 or so episodes and had a lot of fun. Um, got to interview some people who I really looked up to, who I've only ever known on the internet. So that's kind of been a cool thing. Um, <laughs> if you've ever heard of Car- Car- Carlos Whitaker is a person I've been following for years. He's a speaker. Actually, He's in Nashville, um, where our good friend Carolyn is as well. But, uh, but yeah, so that part was all about just kind of talking about ministry. A lot of my friends are in ministry, so yeah. I had a lot of my friends come on the show. And then, uh, then I took a little bit of a hiatus for about a year. Um, and that really was that time when God was really working on me as far as my identity being in ministry and kind of yeah. removing that. And so I was kind of recently just talking to God about like, different things and i've always thought about you know should i start it back up again or not and i was like nah i don't know you know 
if this is kind of shifted directions in my life, I don't know what I talk about. Yeah. And God goes, no, I want you to do the podcast. And I was like, okay, God, fine. What are we going to talk about then? And he, <laughs> and just right then and there, he goes, we're going to talk about Jesus in real life. And I was yeah. like, oh, oh, that's even a good title. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So now like the whole thing, yeah. It's, and it's very similar to kind of like what you're doing. Like the whole idea is, um, I always felt like growing up, we talked about Jesus in the past tense, yeah. like what he said or what he did in the past. Yeah. And for me, Jesus is very much alive and here with us right now and talks to me, you know, on a daily basis. And I talk to him. And so kind of just it's a mixture of, you know, people's own experiences of their journey and relationship with Jesus, as well as like, what is he doing right now? And so, so yeah, so that's kind of what we're talking about nowadays and, um, we'll see how long it goes and yeah, it's, it's just a fun project, man. I love, I love, and I love this, like <laughs> yeah. I'll bring it back to us because this is like the community of people, like through random things that you find and start yeah. getting into, like, I absolutely love it. I love getting to meet you. Um, I love getting to, like, this is the other big thing that I tell people, like, you never know what might happen until you ask. Yeah. So like a bunch of different people like I follow on Instagram and on TikTok. Like I've just started being like, oh, it'd be fun to have them on the podcast. Yeah. And I just, I message them. I'm just like, hey, I'm, su- I'm super small. I can't give you any money. I don't even know. How- like I don't have that many <laughs> listeners at all. But would you ever consider? And people say yes. And it's a blast. And I love it. So, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> um, so I, I don't think, did we ever talk about, I don't know if we ever talked about it. As we talked briefly, but then I had to go. I don't remember what I was doing. But I was probably at work. <laughs> and so um, I definitely, like, our thing, I think I told you a little bit about me and George was, and I don't know if I've ever actually said it on the podcast, but our goal was just for me and George to talk about God, like, and our families, nice. and just stuff in general. Like, it could be politics, right. it could be whatever. We didn't care. Um, yeah. But all of it had to be centered around God. And so... That's kind of the way we started the podcast. Um, we've, we've mentioned the craziness of back then. What happened with us was like earthquake, pandemic, all that good stuff happened all when we started. Um, and then for us, like, I, I don't know about George, but I felt led to like start asking random people like you said. You're like, I'll never know until I ask. And then all of a sudden you're like, um hey, would you be on the podcast? And they're like, yeah. And I didn't, I never even thought of saying what you said. Like, I can't offer you any money or anything because right? I've asked, I've asked random people like Taylor Mason. I don't know if you know who he is. He's like a puppet guy. Um, okay. He's a Christian puppet guy who's been on like multiple DVDs for like nice. uh, things. And like, he's probably my, like, like, I really like puppets. I don't know why I'm a weirdo, I guess. And like to do <laughs> That's like, like in children's church, that was one of my like top things to do. Like they'd be, nice. I was old enough that I went to like youth group and they're like, Hey, we need some people to volunteer to do puppets. And so I was like, Oh, I'm going to be epic. And I'd have like two above the curtain. And I'd be like, yeah, dude, what's that? <laughs> and they'd have a whole script in front of me and I would do like different voices and the kids loved it. And I was like, this is the best. Um, That's awesome. And so, yeah. Um, so he's, like a good ventriloquist that like he he does so well and so i was like this is awesome and then like what's funny is people have asked like hey who's your favorite like because 
I think I told you, I was like, I've never been on another podcast until someone asked me that I had right. my podcast. And I was like, oh, this is going to be weird. But he had it like, I guess everybody does their things different. Like me, it, it's just basically whatever. We're going to talk about what right. your story and then jump into other things or whatever God leads us to. And he he had like a list of like, hey, these are the questions we're going to ask you. We're going to take a break. And there's like a whole scene and all this. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, and then also we come <laughs> back and I'm like, and so I knew the list of questions. And then there's like 10 questions that he asked. And so I intentionally thought of very obscure things that are in the Bible <laughs> for this guy. And I think I threw That's him awesome. way off because I, he knows I'm like, I'm, I love to joke and mess around. I'm not, I'm sarcastic, but not like over the top, but like sure. he asked like random questions and I was like, Oh, Jehu, Jehu's like the best, best Bible character ever. And he's like, who's Jehu? And I'm like, that's, that's why. <laughs> Cause not very many people know who Jehu is. <laughs> so, uh, Do you know who Jehu is? I was about to say, now you got to tell me. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, and I went so, to Bible college. So I'm like, I, so I he, he's, <laughs> I can't remember if it's in first Samuel, second Samuel. Or Kings, I, somewhere in there. It's the Old Testament. Okay. But basically, he's the dude who had uh, Jezebel thrown out the balcony, and then he stomped her with his horse. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I, the only reason why I know Jehu is in a youth in a youth thing, the youth pastor talked about, like, hey, are you going to be Jehu, or are you going to be somebody, like, Something else. Yeah. And so yeah. the only thing that stuck in my head from that whole thing, I don't even know what he was talking about. Like, that's what's <laughs> funny. Right. But the only thing that stuck in my head was he said, Jehu, where are you? And that's all he said. And so always <laughs> now I remember the entire story. I know, like, who Jehu is. And so he became my favorite of, obviously, past Jesus. Like, is like Jesus is best. <laughs> but, like, the my yeah. favorite real human that because people don't believe always the Bible's real. He is a real human who did that. And so, right. Um, I'm That's like, awesome. I'm like, yeah. And so even he was like, what the heck? And it's supposed to be like 10 <laughs> questions, like fired off. And I knew if I started, like, it was like, who's your favorite Bible character other than Jesus? Or I don't know if he said character. I'm just using that. Cause whatever. Yeah. And so I Sorry. said it and he was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yes, I stomped him. But yeah. Nice. Um, but it's true though. You just got to ask people and see what they say. Right. And like, yeah. if we, if you didn't know Carolyn and I didn't know Carolyn, like we would have never met probably. Cause right. I, Shout out to Carolyn. Yeah, for sure. She asked me how we're doing. So Carolyn, I nice. didn't text you yet. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah. So like in, in reality, I'm like, it's cool how this community does work that way and how podcasts and even TikTok have now kind of intertwined with Instagram and they've all become a thing. And like, um, like you said, I'm like, I'm not huge. I don't know where God will that take this. And, right? and like, I'm all, I, I've, I've literally asked big names and they've just <laughs> shut me down and I'm like, I don't care. It's fine. Yep. Um, yeah. But, like, also my thing is, like, I really felt like I don't care if you're big or not. That's kind of the point of 
I think what God like really put on my heart and George's heart is like um, yeah. somebody's testimony that isn't famous, that's not on TV, that's not huge, actually might reach somebody who would have never heard that if I wouldn't have done what I've done and put yep. their podcast out there. Cause like, yeah. um, we've had like everything from a transgender person becoming, going back to who they're supposed to be. And, wow. um, like other people who did struggle with sexual thoughts or, uh, guys who've cheated on their wives or women who've cheated wow. on their wives. Uh, we've had a lady who is sex trafficked and how wow. she got out of that. And like, after all of it, I've, I've even like, I don't know if you've ever had those moments. Like when you took that year sabbatical where you're like, God, why am I even doing this? Like, am I even, <laughs> am I even reaching anybody at this point for you? Like, is right. this just some, some fun thing I like to do. And it's really means absolutely nothing. Cause I don't know about you. I don't, get like a ton of feedback at all like i look and no offense anchor you kind of suck at like attaching <laughs> things so i don't know who even if somebody liked our thing on like some platform i have no clue what that looks like right and i'm not yeah and i rarely look at the numbers and i think it's just because i really feel like i'm like god's god told me to do this i don't care if one right. person listens a week and I'm like, Absolutely. because yeah. if that changes that person's life or their perspective, I'm like, then awesome. But like, right. I don't yeah. know about you, but there's been times when I've been kicked in the face in this podcast where I'm like, ouch, that was, that, that might've been for somebody else, but that was definitely for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, buddy. I think I, I totally agree. Like, I think the cool thing about it, like, especially so for me a bit of it was 2020 it was like another way to interact with people like that you'd never yeah. talked to before and in a you know safe way or whatever so that was a big part of it but too yeah like i mean like i know that i'm encouraged by getting to talk to you i hope you are too and yeah if there's anyone out there who gets encouraged by the testimonies that we share by the stories that we share you know making them laugh making them cry like yeah i feel like and to me it's a big it, it's very much just like ministry like yeah you know if, if if you're listening go tell your pastor thank you for you know his last sermon because we don't do it there either and so for me yeah. Yeah, it's just it, <laughs> it's a good way of just let's all connect and let's have conversations and have some fun and yeah it doesn't matter what happens and you know let god speak to you god's gonna do what he wants whether you like it or not <laughs> yeah for sure and so yeah i definitely think you're like like i said i've only listened to a couple I really liked what you're doing and I appreciate it. And I'm like, yeah, that, that's, that's solid stuff. And like, if you guys will put links to his podcast on our, on oh, the info thanks. thing, so people can check you out. But like, definitely I'd say, keep it up. Like I know the struggle's real sometimes and you're like, yeah, Oh, I don't want to post this tomorrow or download <laughs> everything. And, uh, I get that. Cause I'm totally the same, the same way. But what's funny is I think I almost chose a similar intro to yours because oh, really? I heard it and I go, huh. And I go to my wife, I go, does this intro sound familiar? And she goes, yeah. And I go, I feel like we looked at this once. And Dude, I, yeah. I, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I guess say, like my favorite is, is I'll be driving. So like, you know, there's a church on every corner in America, practically. Like, yeah. I love it because I'll be driving down the road and I'll see like their poster or like, you know, the thankfulness with like, you know, the stuff in the back. Like there's one with like these leaves. And I'm like, I know what website you got that from. I've used that in a post before. <laughs> and it's like everything's just everywhere now. So it's like, but I love it too. I love that it's all accessible. Yeah. I love like the whole thing too, what we're talking about, about doing this, like, and I appreciate the encouragement and everything. Thank you for that. But I think too, like, it's so much fun that it's, it's so easy. Yeah. Like it's, you know, yeah, you can have some crazy equipment and everything and that's good if you can get it. But even if not, like just grab your, like anchor does do a good job with like, you can just grab your phone and record straight to there. Yeah. You don't necessarily need anything. So yeah, it's ups and downs for sure, man. Yeah. And I appreciate you, what you're doing too. I went and checked you out a little bit beforehand and, I appreciate some of what you got going on too. So keep it up, man. Let's like, that's the community piece. Yeah. Like let's encourage each other and support each other and send guests to each other and, and yeah. do all that fun jazz. It, so interesting though, enough is I had, so I'm going to get real, real here. So let's go. a part of your podcast. <laughs> um, so I, I've been, I've had other people who are on other podcasts, like I said, and I've been like, Hey, this guy is super awesome. You need to have him on your podcast. And that guy was like, okay, cool. And then like blew me off. And I, I told him like about five different people and he was just like, whatever. And I'm like, okay. And then I realized like his style, like I'm way out of his style, like because of what I do, but I'm like, you're missing great guests because I, I don't know just cause either, well, to be real, I feel like he does have people that are like big names that they do things with. That I'm like, oh, okay, well, I get it, but I'm like, but I think that's why I'm like, my our whole thing is like your testimony matters because you can your testimony can lead to people asking questions and then lead to Jesus kind of thing, yeah. and uh, like because we've we've had crazy guests on here that I'm like. Where you sit there and you're just quiet the entire time because you're like, what's going to happen next? <laughs> <laughs> right. That kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, and, and then you have people that they're like, well, I was just saved pretty much my whole life. So let's jump into this story. And then you just go. And I'm like, that was their testimony of like how they got saved was they're saved and lived their life for God so far. And then it jumped into some other long story of something, but I'm like, I just want to always like encourage people that your testimony matters, whether you were saved Mm -hmm. at five or saved at 50 and you had a crazy life. Um, one thing we did was a revival in Arkansas. And just because of this podcast, I, I interviewed Carolyn and a bunch of other people and I invited her to the revival. I don't know if she told you about it, but yeah, we went and I met Carolyn in person. I'm like, you're the real deal. And she's like, you're the real deal. And I'm like, cause you never know. Like there are people you talk yeah. to and you're like, I don't know. Like, are they that way always? Or are they like, I'm real on this video. And then all of a sudden you're like, Oh no, you're, you weren't real. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. but all of them were real. And like, it was so crazy how the Holy spirit works where you're like, we have the same Holy spirit. So you just instantly mesh and you're like, Man, there's people who were uh, Calvinists, who were Baptists, who were 
uh, Presbyterian, Methodist, all this stuff all together in one place, and nobody yeah. had any issues. And it was right. like, is because it's that same Holy Spirit. Nobody cared about doctrine. It was all about like, hey, we just want to talk about Jesus with people and do that. And, um, and like, it was so funny because like people asked like, Hey, is Carolyn who Carolyn is? I'm like, she's straight up is. I'm like, I, I, I broke bread with that, <laughs> that lady, me and my wife right? talked to her. Well, we yep. had cheeseburgers with her. Like, and, <laughs> uh, we, we talked a bunch like during intermissions and stuff like that. And I'm like, that, like all those guys were real that we're with, but like. The cool part is, is that like how, how connected this community is becoming, like you said, and just, I don't know. It's just so cool to, to, to cool. get to be a part of it kind of thing. Right. Yeah. No, it is good. It's good, man. Cool. Yeah. So I think this is probably like an awesome spot to stop. And I don't know if you listen to the very end of the podcast, but, uh, we always ask our guests to pray us out of the podcast. Oh, dude, yeah, absolutely. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, I love it. Oh, uh, God, I just, uh, man, I love I love meeting new people, and I just appreciate this conversation that we got to have. God, I just pray that you would just touch a heart out there, whether there be somebody out there who was thinking about missions and now is encouraged to go do it, or somebody who does say thanks to their pastor and encourages their pastor because they work hard for, to bless us. God, I just pray, you know, whatever we're doing, that you would just use it. I pray that you would use this podcast and you would bless it for everybody that comes on and shares their testimony, that they would know how important it is just what you're doing in their lives. God, I just thank you that you can bring us together. You can unite us through across technology, across theology, that ultimately we just love the fact that you are Jesus and that you love us and you died for us and saved us. And we thank you that we can unite over that, God. Pray you would bless us as we go. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.